Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to another discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the wealth podcast for people who see things differently. In this episode, we're going to talk today about something called taxable accounts. What is a taxable account? And the problem of increasing taxes with them along with discussing some tactics that will help you to significantly reduce the taxes you will pay on your taxable accounts in the future. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont with Dumont Wealth, and I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for well over 10 years. Joining us today is our co-host, Brian. Hi there, Kevin. Brian Dumont here, um, founder and managing partner of Dumont Wealth. Glad to be here. We always love having you. So, taxable accounts, a lot of us have them. We may not even realize what it is and what the problems are with them and how they work. And Brian, can you talk a little bit about what a taxable account really is? Sure, Kevin. So, let me give you a couple of examples of what a taxable account is because oftentimes we don't call them taxable accounts and so people are not even sure what that is. Um, A taxable account means any account that on an annual basis, you have to pay taxes on the interest or dividends that you have earned. Now, there is a difference between uh, an interest or dividend and capital gains, right? Capital gains is when there's a sale, whether you have sold uh, some of the shares of your account or whether your fund manager has sold some of the shares. But in general, what we're speaking about is a taxable account is an account where you have to pay taxes on an annual basis. In other words, there's no deferral going on. And the result of that, of course, is that, you know, uh, it is a significant hit, let's say, against the account on an annual basis. Right. Now, as an example of that, for instance... Um, a savings account would be a taxable account. Now, they don't call it that. They call it a savings account. But in fact, on an annual basis, the bank is going to send you a 1099 div, which you're going to have to either reconcile when you file your taxes or give it to your accountant to reconcile, so that even though they're paying you a tiny bit of interest on that account, you still have to pay taxes on it. Right. Another example would be a brokerage account where you have maybe stocks and bonds or other items, and it would be called, for instance, an individual brokerage account or a joint brokerage account. In either case, those are taxable accounts. All right. So now our wealth tactic rebels can understand if they have a taxable account. Now, if they have one, obviously, there's something to do with taxes. Can you talk a little bit about the taxes with them, what the issue is with that and how that works. Sure. So as we were just saying, on these taxable accounts, you have to pay taxes on an annual basis. And the problem is that when we look at it, that means that um, it's a significant reduction in the value of the account, right? right? Let me give you an example of what I mean. Let's suppose that you are currently 40 years old. doesn't really matter, but just for our example. And you are going to have this account for 30 years, right? Right. And you're starting off with a balance of $100,000 today, okay? And you're going to earn 5% on your account, uh, whether it is the taxable account 
or any other type of account, we're just going to use 5% as our increasing compounding growth number. Right. And let's assume that you're in the 40% tax bracket, both today as well as in the future. Okay. Just for the sake of simplicity. Now, what that means is that this year, you're starting off with a balance of 100000 And at the end of the first year, if you earn 5%, that's very easily calculated as $105,000 at the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. However, if we compound that out over a 30-year period, that would mean that at the end of 30 years, you would have $432,000 in your account. Hmm. And you'd feel pretty good about that, right? It's a nice number, you know, <laughs> 432, I could take that. You put in 100, you got 432 at the end of 30 years. Not yeah. so bad, right? Yeah, it's more than four times what you put in. And that's at a moderate return rate of 5%. Right. But that's not the full story, is it? Sure, right. Because there's something else going on here compounding with it. Exactly. What else is compounding is the taxes along with that. So what we have not mentioned is that on that first year, when you earned $5,000 on your 100000 right? When you mm-hmm. earned 5000 you had to pay taxes on that, didn't you? Right. Right. And you had to pay taxes either one of two places. You could either pay it from what I call your lifestyle pocket, meaning from your income that you made that year, right? Right. Or you could make a withdrawal from the account to pay the taxes. Right. And I think this is an important distinction here because people with taxable accounts don't always realize which pocket the taxes are coming out of and how that affects them. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like out of sight, out of mind, right? Right. If I don't see the withdrawal for the taxes from that account, it's almost like it's not happening. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Oh, look at that. I earned $5,000 this year, 5%. Right. Well, not really. Right. (laughs) Right? Exactly. And I I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the truth of the matter is that if you did withdraw that $2,000 of taxes due on your $5,000 of earnings, right? Right. From your lifestyle pocket, it reduced your standard of living that year by $2,000. Sure. Well, think about that. That was the new TV you wanted to buy, or that was the new stereo system, or that was, you know, a a weekend getaway or whatever it was, right? Right. So it's not not insignificant. And um, I think for me, I'd rather know what's going on with my accounts and sure. my taxes. Yeah, it makes right? sense. Yeah. So now let's follow this to the conclusion here because, you know, $2,000 of taxes is one thing. But what's happening is that on an annual basis, if I am not withdrawing money to pay the taxes on that taxable account, the taxes are going to grow each year, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Right? right. Because – the $5,000 that I earned stays in the account, it grows, and it produces more taxes. So in the second year, instead of paying $2,000 of taxes, now I've got to pay $2,100 of taxes. Does yeah. that make sense? Makes sense. And then the third year, I would have to pay $2,200 of taxes. Yeah. And the fourth year, $2,300. Yeah. By the time I get to the third 30th year, I'm paying over $8,200 in taxes. Ouch. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's more than I earned altogether in the first year. You, you with me? <laughs> so 
So now, look, let's be honest about this. To be fair, if I'm going to have a balance of $432,000 on my account, yeah. to be truthful, I should ba- I should net out the taxes that I paid over that period, right? Yeah, of course. So when I total up my 30 years worth of taxes, that let's say it came out of my lifestyle pocket, that came to $132,000. $132,000? That's a big bill, especially <laughs> if it's one you didn't realize you had. Right? That's more than the amount that I actually put into the account. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah. Right? We only put in 100,000. This is 132,000 of taxes over that 30 year period. Now, that's not so good, but what's even worse on that is that let's consider what I could have done with those taxes if I hadn't had to give them up to Uncle Sam. Of course, opportunity cost. Exactly. So the opportunity costs on those taxes that I paid out of my lifestyle pocket over the 30-year period. When I look at the interest I could have earned on that $132,000, now we're talking a much bigger number. But let me just start off in the first year, right? Because it's small in the first year. If I was supposed to pay, what, $22,000 of taxes at 5%, that's only $100 opportunity cost sure. if I'd be able to keep it, right? But then the next year, that more than doubles. And the next year, that more than doubles again. And so over the 30-year period, the opportunity costs on the taxes is another $114,000. Wow. Okay. So what we're saying here then is that we had an apparent balance because this is what we thought we had, Right. Of the 432, yes. the nice one, we forgot uh, yeah. that we paid, a, yeah, and because we took out of our, our lifestyle pocket the taxes for this, we paid $132,000 and forgot we did that. I don't know how we could forget one hundred thirty-two grand if I had a bill for that. I remember that. But, <laughs> but we a little bit at a time, right? A little right? bit at a time, right? It's you like, don't notice it's it. Like, it's like they say, how do you cook a frog? <laughs> Slowly, right? Slowly. Yeah. God. Well, I haven't cooked a frog, so I can't tell you. But <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so get the parent balance four thirty-two. The uh, mysterious taxes on of one hundred thirty-two and the opportunity on those of one hundred fourteen. So that means what that do we net on that? Right? What, exactly. What do we net on that? It's four hundred thirty-two thousand. Our original balance minus the taxes one hundred thirty-two. Minus the opportunity cost, 114, leaves us with a true balance of only 185. Wow. Not as good as we thought. Not so good, right? Now you're not feeling so good about that. I mean, that would be fine. Right. If I had $185,000 in three years, I'd feel good. But over 30, that's not so good. It's not even double our money. No. I mean, that's not much of a rate of return when you think about it, right? So what can we do about this problem is the question. And the answer is, I'm going to give us, I'm going to give our listeners two approaches to solving this problem or to putting themselves in a better position. I suspect that most people listening out there have taxable accounts. Sure. And they just hadn't been thinking about it. Again, it's, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Well, guess what, guys? Now you know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but the baby is a little ugly. Don't say that. Who <laughs> wants well, an ugly baby? Here's the good news. The good news is you can make this baby a lot prettier. All right. That's what we're going to talk about next. Okay. 
so what's uh, what's the next what's the next option that our uh, wealth tactic rebels can have to help reduce this tax issue? Okay, so the first w- method or, or tactic that we can use to reduce this tax burden and opportunity costs is what I call the flatten the tax method. Okay, huh. flatten the tax. So what does that mean? It means that if you've got a hundred thousand in your account, your taxable account, every year that we have earnings, we're going to pull those earnings out and we're going to put them into another account that is either tax deferred or tax free. Uh-huh. Let me say that again. Okay. The flatten the tax method. We remove the earnings on an annual basis and we put that earnings into a tax deferred or a tax free account. So we do have options of where to put it. Yes, correct. All right. Okay. Let's look at each one of those separately and see what the net difference would be. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So $100,000, 5%. You make $5,000. We take that $5,000. We remove it from the account. We do have to pay taxes because it did earn the money in the taxable account. And we take the net and we invest it in our tax deferred account. Okay. Okay. So if we're removing the 5000 and we're investing it in our tax-deferred account, I'm just going to fast forward here, but by the end of 30 years, we still have a, just 100000 in our original account, right? Because we removed right. all the earnings. Right. And in our new account, our second account, our tax-deferred account, we have a balance of $332,000. All right. Now, when you add those two numbers up, that comes to 432. So the balance is the same. The same, right. But to be honest, remember, this is a tax deferred account. We have only postponed the taxes. We still okay. do have some taxes to pay. That would be roughly $75,000 that we have not paid yet. And we did pay some taxes along the way because, remember, it was growing in that taxable account on an annual basis. That was another right. 70000 So to net this out, what is the true balance? Just like we were looking for the true balance originally, which was 185 the true balance is 432 minus the 332 minus the taxes that we did pay, 70000 minus the taxes we will pay 75 and we get to a true balance of $230,000. Okay. 230. So that is definitely an increase over I think what most people normally leave do which is just paying the tax, tax every year. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just, so yeah, so that's a, that's an improvement of $45,000 in your pocket just over that 30 year period, right? Okay. Well that's that's a good increase. That's substantial. That is substantial. I mean, $45,000, that's not something to sneeze at, right? No. That is the first effect that we can have by putting the money into a tax-deferred account. Now, I did say you could put it into a tax-deferred when you're flattening or tax-free, right. right? Or what we call tax-favored. So if we were able to actually move okay. all the earnings into a tax-free account, then at the end of the 30-year period, there would be no more taxes to pay, Right. Meaning that would have right. saved us that seventy-five thousand dollars 
that we would have to pay from the deferred account. So therefore, our true balance would have been 305, not 230. Ah. You follow me? That's pretty nice. Yeah. Another $75,000. Another seventy five. So in total, we have improved your position from the original problem taxable account by $120,000. Well, that's pretty good because if I remember correctly, what we were just talking about, the problem with the normal method is that what did we have? We only had one hundred and eighty-five. We only earned, we the net the true net amount right on the taxable account. When if we're honest about it, it was only one eighty-five. Right. We have just improved your situation by flattening the tax by one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Right, that's, that's more than yeah. you originally contributed to the account. Okay, right. Well, that's a pretty good method. Um, Flatten the tax is a powerful thing, uh, but it's not the only thing we can do. Right. So, what's the next tactic? So, the next tactic, which we're going to see, of course, which is even better tactic and even even more powerful tactic, okay, is what we call reducing the tax. Now, in this case, we're not just moving earnings; we're moving earnings plus principal over a period of time from the taxable account to another type of account, either tax deferred or tax free. Okay, principal and interest. Okay. Originally, we were just moving the interest, right? In the reducing, in the flattening strategy. In the reducing strategy, we're actually getting rid of, over time, that taxable account completely. Okay? Does that make sense? Sure. All right. So let's suppose that, I mean, in the best of all worlds, we could just, in one fell swoop, we could move to immediately from the taxable account to a tax deferred account, for instance, right? Right. And what would happen? We take our 100000 we remove it from the taxable, we put it into a tax deferred account, and watch it grow over 30 years. And the balance at the end of that time is 432, just like it was originally. Of course. But right. we still haven't paid the taxes, have we? Right. So what do we have to pay in taxes? We've got to pay $132,000 in taxes, leaving us with basically 299000 okay? Okay. Now, that's in one fell swoop. But the truth of the matter is that it's very difficult to move money in that manner, right? Right, of course. The limitations of, of what you can do with right, it. Right, because the IRS restricts that. Obviously, they restrict it for very good reason, because they know <laughs> if people knew it was easy to do, they would just do it, right? And mind you... Of course, it would be even more favorable if you could just in one fell swoop take the 100000 and dump it into a tax-free account. The balance at the end of 30 years would be 432 and there'd be no taxes due. You keep 432. That would be amazing, right? That would be perfect, right, world. perfect world. IRS won't exactly. let you do it. So what can we do instead? Well, there are some methods that allow us to do this over a period of time, for instance. Okay. Now, I, I'll, I'll tell you that, you know, I'm not going to go into the details of how to do this or the types of um, financial products and how to stru structure those. Those are the types of things that on an individual basis, you would have to talk to your advisor about. OK, and if your advisor doesn't know how to do that, right. then come talk to me. But <laughs> but the, the point is that uh, it can be done. You just. You know, you, you need to know the finer points, and every situation is unique, okay? But let's suppose that, for our example here, 
we could take our $100,000 and over a 10-year period, we could remove principal and interest, reducing strategy, into a tax-deferred account, okay? If we remove it over a 10-year period, our balance in the account would be 432000 We would only have to pay 123000 in taxes, and our true net would be 275000 Right. Now, that's an awful lot better than the one eighty five we originally started with, if you remember. It's a lot better. Almost, almost 100 grand more. Yeah, 90, 90 grand more. improvement here over the original scenario of just leaving the money in the taxable account. Yeah, that's good. And that... That's the same, same 30 year period. period. Same rate of return. Mm-hmm. Same growth right? rate. Same yeah. tax rate. Now, what if we could move it into a tax free position over a 10 year period? Right? There would be a little bit of tax due because it's okay. taking us 10 years to move it. But in that case, the balance would be 432, right. at the end of which we had no more taxes to pay. We did have to pay a little bit of tax along the way. And our true net balance now would be 398000 Wow. Right? Well, that's pretty good. I mean, that's almost the entire amount. That's only, that's only you know, what, a $24,000, $25,000 loss there. That's, you know, remember, we went from one eighty five to three ninety eight. That's a $213,000 difference in your favor. That's more than doubled the account. Okay. So if you thought you were going to learn something today uh, by listening, I hope that you, <laughs> I hope you, I hope you heard that yeah. because, I mean, we just gave you triple your money here, <laughs> right? For this wow. technique of what we call reducing the tax. Fantastic. So taxable accounts, you've got to pay taxes on them. There's no way about that. You know, the way that things are set up by the IRS and the government you got to pay taxes. <laughs> Death and taxes, right? you got to pay them. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, um, but we have some great tactics here, right? So as Brian has talked about, we have the, we can flatten the taxes, right? Right. And that's pretty good. It gives a, a significant increase if we flatten the tax. So we just remove the growth every year. Take the growth straight out, put it into uh-huh. another account, either a tax deferred or tax favored the tax deferred is is better than paying the taxes. The tax favored obviously is another step better yep. significantly. But the best tactic is to remove both the growth and the principal over a period of time. In our example, we did 10 years. And the tax deferred did very well. We ended up with nearly three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you know, with a an apparent balance of four thirty two. But once taxes and opportunity costs are taken out, we ended up with almost three hundred thousand. Yeah, not bad. That's a pretty substantial increase. Right. But if you can structure your tactics so that you can put it into a tax favored account, you can end up with almost the whole thing three hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars out of four thirty two. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, really that's. It's more than double what you were able to keep in the original taxable account. It's more than $200,000 more. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, which is more than double what you put into the account to start with. Far more. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I mean, if that doesn't help, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> it's a powerful, uh, powerful concept. It's amazing. You know, uh, either do this yourself or work with somebody who can help you do that. 
yeah, over time, I mean, that's that's doubling or tripling potentially the amount of available money you're going to have. That's it. So uh, again, most people out there listening probably have a taxable account. They haven't known what to do with it. Now, hopefully they do. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this, so this is a great solution, some great tactics to the problem of compounding taxes with a taxable account. I mean, it, if you have one. Another discussion, um, as a matter of fact, in our course, our upcoming course, we'll talk about people think, oh, taxable accounts is where they're going to put their money to make it grow. Well, we're going to come up with some uh, ways to help you avoid even putting it in the taxable account to begin with. Yep. You know, what Great. can we do to avoid that? Mm-hmm. Right? Which I think will be powerful as well. Sure. So thank you, Brian. I appreciate everything you've done today. Uh, this is an amazing tactic for our Wealth Tactic Rebels. I think they're going to find this a great thing to use over the course of their life. Great. I hope so. For themselves. Yeah. I, I, it's not only going to apply to them, but people uh-huh. that they know. Sure. So it's it's amazing. And also to let you know, Wealth Tactic Rebels, we're going to be putting uh, screenshots of uh, the information that we talked about today on the show notes page. Uh, you can go to wealthtacticrebels.com and go to the taxable accounts episode and uh, there you'll see those screenshots, all the information for anyone that wants to view that. Uh, that could be very helpful for you. And also, while going to the WealthTacticRebels.com website, you can download our free guide to the three key areas that you could be losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily. So thank you again for joining us today. And thank you, WealthTactic Rebels, for listening in. And have an amazing day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, we provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.